It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Right, we're live. Okay. Um, I just need to do a quick share to socials. Be out with my absolute. Hopefully we're all good. Um, I've noticed no tech issues from you guys anyway, so everyone sounds fine. So, love that, love that. We're live, me lovers. Oh, I don't feel like live and live should be this should be two different. Like they should be spelled the same. Yeah, the English language does that quite a lot. That's why people say it's uh, it's like one of the hardest to learn, don't they? Like out of all the other um, like languages, people struggle to pick up English as like a secondary language because it is like that in so many ways. You just pronounce the same thing differently. <laughs> it's like it's true. Weird. It's true. Although I w- I would take that over learning masculine and feminine versions of every single word that is pretty fucked yeah i could never wrap my head around that for um when I was doing Spanish. as well yeah. So, yeah i i could never wrap my head around that at all that's where i struggled i was always all right with actually like talking spanish and like i could put together a sentence but it was always the masculine feminine i was like why is this a thing so fucking sexist why why does a house say? need to be masculine or feminine i don't understand i love the yeah. thought process when they discover something new they're like hmm hmm that, <laughs> which is an L word yeah <laughs> it was sit around a table we can't decide both <laughs> yeah casa casa is feminine did you know that mm-hmm. like as in casa mi casa su casa why I don't know why <laughs> it's, it's the language podcast everyone what makes it feminine? I just don't but you tell it. me we've got a new language podcast. Is that, is that what mm-hmm. you're telling me? Yeah, this isn't QRP. Yeah. We're doing something different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you. QRP is later. We pushed it later in the afternoon. Start the jingle. Start the jingle now. Oh, God. Yeah. Christ, manager again. Right. Yeah, it started. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is episode 127 of the Quick Resume podcast. Um, there's three of us again this week uh, if you've been here before or maybe if you're new my name's Deck uh, that's over there that's Caden oh shit I don't know where you are that's Caden say hi Caden hi and uh, over in the other the other person Trial of Elimination that's Tim hello hello everyone yeah um, and as per usual we're here to talk about this week in uh, in Xbox really and, and various other miscellaneous things that we've been up to that may or may not be related and or maybe are adjacent to Xbox um, thankfully we don't call the podcast that that would be quite a long name um, what have we been playing this week boys um, I, I know what Caden's been playing and I'd like to be I'd really like to hear about what Caden's been playing because of course we've we've kicked off the year with Prince of Persia coming out certified banger mm-hmm. then we had like like a dragon 
certified banger and then we had tekken 8 certified banger so caden being the um fighting game pro on the scene today mm -hmm. we need to hear it man how, how how long how many hours of your day are you not playing tekken at the moment so i was working it out yesterday as mm -hmm. of when i finished playing yesterday i clocked on 25 hours within i think it was 49 hours yeah, in one day <laughs> so, <laughs> so nearly nearly two hours <laughs> So nearly every, hold on, every other hour. Yeah, one hour for every yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've That's wild. Yeah. yeah. So fifty so percent of your time has been spent solely on Tekken over the last two days. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's obviously including eating and sleeping as well. So I'm yeah. quite impressed with that. Because if you, yeah, if you think about it, like sleep is like a third of your day, like normally. So to just for half of it, all your time to just be Tekken is quite impressive. Really, it's quite an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. well Congratulations. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well done. But the game itself, um, as those numbers could probably show, I'm really enjoying it. Right, very much so. Mm. Uh, I've been waiting for it for a long time now. Like, Tekken 7 is an old game, and it's it's, it's really good fun, but it's old. Uh, mm. And Tekken 8 is just. Tekken, well, it's, that's not whether you include the arcade version, but console is. 2015? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 20, yeah. that's only arcades. It took a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, oh. big gap. But the game's older than that, if you think of it. So, but yeah, it's it's a brilliant game. The online is, compared to the other big fighting games, the online's probably not as good. But other than that, like. Which is in terms of stability. Yeah. Okay. I would say. If, if, you know, two players, two players wide internet in the UK is fine. But as soon as you get someone on Wi Fi or as soon as you get someone outside of the UK, it's like okay mm. um it's hit or miss could it not just be um, first weekend sort of so growing day pains? one patch um day one it, the servers weren't very good at all um but they released the patch and they sorted out the servers a lot that was just due to um uh numbers like they were just weren't ready for that kind of mm. like player base so they sorted that out that's all cool um but there's some crazy new stuff in there there's like a ghost uh, not even go sorry there's like a replay function where you can go back into your old game oh, i've seen and, this like, you can and you can look at your game and then they'll do something stupid but you're stupid so you didn't do the right thing and the game stops the replay and it goes this is what you should have done mm. and then you just and then you take control what? of your you take control of your own replay and then you do what the game tells you that you should have done yeah. you can create a new reality Whoa. essentially yeah. when you won it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. And there'll be little things where it's like someone will hit you with a move and the, and it'll just pop up saying, you can duck here. You take control, you duck it, and then you're like, oh, shit. And Is that, hang on, so is that, is that like a tutorial, like like a help you improve sort of thing? It's not part of the yeah. actual game. Yeah, well, okay. No, it well, is. it is part of the game. It's, it's, it's a part whole of the game, kind of... but... Yeah. What, it's what just... do you mean? By, what's your question? It's like a... Like, here, what, like, it's like a training your... mechanic rather than like rather than like a, you're not describing like a time feature in the actual battle with someone no yeah, it's, like a thing it's an after coming afterwards like i got, got, I got mauled by a law player i was like what is this law player doing went into replay yeah. oh he's doing this this is how i beat it and so right. that was incredible yes. that was so much yes. fun cool yeah um, and in tech because there's 32 characters someone will play fucking mm. a character you've never seen you're like i don't know what he's doing go into replay mode and then just figure out what he was doing and it'll tell you. Mm. So that's that aspect, which is a really cool, unique area. And then there's also a ghost mode, which is where you essentially fight yourself 
and the AI picks up on your habits and your kind of the way you play and you're essentially just playing yourself and that's not you're not like playing computer on hard it picks up on your habits like mm. I spam this move or once I do this I then do this and it picks up on weird things like that picks up on your combos picks up on your pokes it is yeah. wild what it's doing I feel like the the new like the renaissance of like fighting games that we've had in the last two years have had like all had really good accessibility and like training features. Am I am I am I wrong there? That's no, what, you're, that's what you're totally like. right. So, Tekken practice has always been a bit lacking in comparison to yeah. uh, MK MK One's practice probably wasn't as good as it used to be. But typically, MK and Street Fighter have better training modes than Tekken. But I think it's just because Tekken has such more things to set up. Um, yeah, once you figure it out, it, it's it's just a joy to learn. Like, it's so much more learning to Tekken than there is to MK and Street Fighter and mm. other fighting games. And I think that's that's such a huge draw to a lot of the um, fighting audience as well. It's just it's just getting yourself peak, right? It's just mm. it's always chasing that ceiling and getting as good as you can. And I feel like those yeah. features are going to go such a long way to people just replaying the game and just getting absolutely insane with every mm. character or just one character i mean some that like replay tech where you can just jump in to a match uh and yeah where where you went wrong take over it and then just change it and end up mm. being like okay that's what that's that's insane to me that almost doesn't sound real like it doesn't yeah. sound like that sort of tech you- should exist <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it is weird, isn't it? Like, imagine that kind yeah, of... It's not allowed. Yeah. yeah, it's strange. It's so uh, weird. Yeah, it's... I'm using that a lot. And yeah, I'm sure it's... a lot of new players will appreciate that as well. Like, they're fighting someone and they're just doing the same move over and over and you're like, I cannot beat this move. And then it, the game will say, do this. And then that's it. Mm. It's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Man, I wonder how they've done that. Like, if they've done that, like on a move to move basis or if there's like a bit of machine learning going on there you know like um the, the game it, figures it is out a move what, what's so pressed. a lot yeah a lot of it will be like when they do this move they're minus 14 and your minus 14 punish is this that'll sometimes come up but there's right, also yeah. ones where it's like you can duck this or uh I'm trying to think of other it's not perfect so for example if there's like a gap in a move it won't necessarily say or if you can sidestep and move, it won't say stuff like that. Mm. Um, you, I guess you have to figure that out, but it's near perfect. It's really cool. Yeah. That's sick, man. Yeah. No, that's, that's I'm, what I'm I've been playing. Like, enjoying once it. The, once, basically before that, and then Boulder's Gate, uh, obviously. But I won't be touching pretty much any other game now for probably three or four weeks, I reckon. Mm. <laughs> At Who's least um... three or four weeks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who's your main right now? That's funny. Uh, Victor, so he's like a French John Wick mixed new, with... Um, or is he? Victor. Yeah, he's a new character. Mixed with... Um, what's the guy from Metal Gear called? Snake. Uh, Sam. Snake. Uh, what's his name? Sam. Oh, what's he called? Something to do with Sam. I don't know. In Revengeance. Oh, I don't think I played that. Oh, what the guy with the sword? Jetstream. Jetstream Sam. Oh. He's like Jetstream Sam mixed with John Wick. He's really cool. Nice. Sweet man. What, what what have you guys been playing? Just um, oh, no, hang on, hang on oh. a minute, no, because I want to hear how how are our friends who are less like fighting game fetishists like you, you know, like how are they getting on with Tekken? Like, you get what's your vibe? I'm obviously you don't know, but like, what's your vibe with how they're picking it up so far? So I, I've got a, like a smaller group of friends that 
um, on PC that play some fighting games, um, and they've all been picking it up. And they're kind of Tekken is very much knowledge based, so it's a very knowledge checky. So if you don't know the answer to this, I'm just going to do it. Mm. Um, and like I've just right. been saying for the last five minutes or so, like how the game can show you how to beat those things. So for a new player, mm. it's exhausting to like to lose because. It is spammy, but as soon as you figure out, oh, if he's just going to spam this, I'm just going to do this. So one thing mm. we say is, in someone spamming a move, you're spamming the same uh, issue, like you're spamming the same failure. That's what mm. we're looking at. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, so that I'm trying to show them all the le the learning stuff because it doesn't make it obvious that you can do this this type of learning, which is a slight shame because if you I don't know if you guys mm. knew about that replay thing. Yeah, like, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. you don't play it, but even the guys playing it... I've didn't... never played a Tekken. I mean, yes, fair enough. But even the guys who were playing it, they didn't know that function existed. And I was like, why not? Like, <laughs> it's pretty bad, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's just fucking cool. Um, yeah. The yeah. game should bombard you with that yeah. at the, uh, yeah. <laughs> at the oh, menu. I noticed you got bodied this game. <laughs> Try this replay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got murked, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should probably do something about that. Oh, you say that. That should be a feature, though. Like, if you genuinely have lost, like, three matches in a row or something like that, yeah. they'd be like, why didn't you hit the replay mode and yeah. see what you did wrong? You know, like a little pop-up. Um, it's actually yeah, a really good idea. The game also tracks, like, character stats. So, like, oh, you beat 80% of Brian's you go against. Oh, you lose 90% of your games against this character. Maybe you yeah. should do this, like, in the replay or whatever. I was like, yeah. that would be a cool way of highlighting what you're doing wrong. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially as there are so many characters, like you said. I mean, so there's 32 right now as of 32 launch. characters. It's and mental. Some characters. So King is who my other character that I play. He's got 197 moves. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> but do those Victor moves include like 100... just high kick, low kick? Is that part of the 196? No, that's no. Well, okay. I mean, so he's got a lot of like throw combos. Okay. Basically. Yeah. So a lot of those count. But other characters like Rainer, uh, Nina, they're really like string heavy. So they've got loads of strings. So they'll have like a hundred and something odd. Uh, it's um, kind of crazy. Yeah. So on the surface of it, it's daunting. But yeah. Fighting games are daunting it's, enough to me. I mean, Tekken is probably the most daunting out of all of them. Mm. But I think mm. they know that. They're aware. Because a lot of games are dumbing down to, to make it easier. But Tekken are like, nah, fuck you guys. <laughs> Rather than making the game easier, we're going to make it easier to learn. And I think that's such a cool approach that not other games mm. are doing at the minute. Yeah. It's like, here's like our learning curve is going to stay steep. You're going to climb that hill, but we're at least going to give you like, you know, we'll give you some sandwiches and some rations on the yeah, way up cool. the hill. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, awesome. Okay. So it sounds like you're really enjoying it. Um, I mm. mean, that seems to be the consensus, um, you know. What, what did uh, it uh, go through in the end? Was it 89, 90? What are we looking at? That's about. Uh, I, I didn't know. know. I didn't think it dropped below. No, I think it's about um, ninety, isn't it? Ninety. I think it still is ninety. Let's check. Yep, still ninety. Ninety and exactly. What, Street Fighter was ninety-two, mm. uh, and then it dropped to eighty-nine. I think it did. I oh, did it really? Did it come down? I think it did. Might have done a. Uh, let's check. Street Fighter six. Uh, on Open Critic, it stayed at ninety-two. Maybe on Meta, it went down. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I like a dragon, but, and that's right another now. thing as well. It's just okay. content rich, rich. It's just got a proper fleshed out story mode, got proper arcade. Uh, it's got a really cool arcade quest where you play a me essentially, <laughs> uh, mm. and you go around this this arcade essentially, 
and you go around to different arcades and you're challenging all like the best players oh, in the yeah, arcades. Yeah. It's really, really cool. It is really cool. Fun way yeah. of doing it. Yeah. And that's where it implements the ghost functionality where it it picks up different characteristics of different people and it plays that character in a certain way rather than just computer on hard mode. It it's got a bit more character to it. Ooh. Nice. Mm, yeah. Sweet as man. Awesome. Sounds like you've had a good time. Yeah. Um, um, I guess Tim, we'll go to you. You've had, you've you've had a couple of things on the go. Let's um, uh, tell us about your your gamer brain. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've had a couple of things on the go this week. Uh, I managed to beat Starfield first and foremost. We did it. We beat a first party game. Um, <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I think I clocked in around twenty eight hours in the end. Um, I did the one of the factions as well but unfortunately i picked the free star rangers um so it was a bit shit did um, you do that with Caden? did you do the uh, free star collective i did the, the cowboys yeah yeah i did that collective yeah, yeah. i never did that it's just kind of shit i don't know you sp- i'd say about 80 percent of the time you're just flying to a planet talking to someone and then flying to a planet and talking to someone there's really that's it but i literally just talked to like 10 different people um and like kind of piece together some sort of story i guess you're supposed to be kind of figuring it out and detective or whatever but i i, I don't know and then it just kind of just ends there's a couple big like gun gunfight scenes and stuff like that but it's about it um yeah pretty pretty average i was quite disappointed with that but i started it and i thought i might as well just ride that one home for for that playthrough um as sure. I, I already started it but um yeah and then obviously i beat uh the game itself the main story um which was decent um i think the last you went into the unity i did go into the unity yeah yeah i did um i think the last couple missions were pretty good i think the one where you keep going between dimensions um different the different universes you know to like um basically just progress through the level and turn off the whatever it was to yeah do you guys remember that one it was like one of the final i think i do uh that dragged on a little bit too much and i was getting kind of sick of it towards the end um i'm not gonna lie it was like 30 straight minutes of me just clicking on portals and going in and out in dimensions and trying to figure my way through this laboratory and it just got a bit much the the gimmick just got really fucking old really quick like 10 minutes in, I was like, it's kind of cool. And 30 minutes in, I was like, end me now, please. Like, just, I, I want this to be Wrap done. It up. Um, yeah, so, but they they were decent. Um, I ended up, I mean, obviously spoilers, um, but <clears throat> I ended up siding with the um, the emissary more than the hunter um, for my first playthrough. I was tempted to go with the hunter, Same. but um, I just thought, yeah, I just got emissary. It makes more sense the way that the emissary is talking about it, uh, at least from a just a oh, really? neutral standpoint, mm. I guess. I, uh, I killed them both. I think that's oh, you killed them both? <laughs> neutral nice. way of doing it. <laughs> just like an anarchist, it. man. Yeah. No order at all. Um, but yeah, it was all right. I think overall, I think I'd probably give my experience like a, like a seven and a half. Like, it was fine. It didn't blow me away in in any way, but I didn't. I don't re- necessarily regret my time with it. But uh, yeah, I give it like a seven point five, decent decent game. Um, cool. Pretty rough in a lot of areas. Um, the combat and AI were a bit dumb, but then in some other areas of the game, 
they were so fucking stupidly powerful that you had to just turn it down a couple of difficulties, especially in the ship combat. And it just doesn't make sense. You should never be having to go into the menus to go from hard or normal to very easy to actually just escape a ship battle, for example. Um, and I got a really nice ship in the end as well. I wasn't just using the, the default one. So, um, and I added like loads of guns to it and bought the best guns and all that kind of shit. So, wasn't me, I swear. Did you ever have a Type C, or did you? Did were you just in a, a uh, sorry, class? Like, were you just in a Class A, or did you go to a Class B? No, I went to a Class so you had to B. Speak into it, obviously. Yeah, I went to a Class B. B in the end. So I didn't have the top top range of ships because Class. Uh, does it go Class, class C's A? Were mainly for freighting, though. They're not really for combat. Oh, okay. If you look at the um, stats. Yeah, okay. I don't know, man. I had a C that I had a C that was like a tank, and like I was so slow, but I just blew everything yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was not like a fight. It depends how you I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. You know, I'm kind of glad I got it off my back, um, and it was a decent it was a decent experience. You know, um, you know, luckily enough, it captured good. my attention for me to run it through to the end, um, which was a hell of a lot more than I could say for it when I first started the game. Um, but yeah. I think the best way I can describe that game is it's just very clunky. I think from going places from point A to B is very clunky. And I think combat's a bit clunky. And obviously, I, I just think it's kind of clunky. Um, just overall. It is, it is a, a clunky game. Yeah. It kind of looks yeah. like it's held together with duct tape. Um, but decent. Yeah. Not bad. Um, cool. I mean, what I, I just wanted to ask Caden quickly, actually. Um, what um how how many hours did you put in Starfield, Caden? Do you remember? Like, if you had to give a ballpark figure, uh, I mean, I, I I played through once. I finished my playthrough, and that was it. I didn't touch it again. Um, yeah, so probably not. How much did you do? Twenty though? to thirty. Yeah, 20 to 30. I was about to say. Sounds yeah. about similar to me, especially if you only did like one faction as well. I would imagine you're probably around the I same. I did a few me. factions. I did all the factions before the like. I remember talking to Deck when it first came out. I was like, I actually forgot to do all the main story quests. Oh, okay. I away with the <laughs> yeah. side quests. Um, well, you probably. I did everyone's other than the pirates. I can't remember what they're called. Um, mm. so oh, Crimson the... Fleet. Yeah, Crimson yeah, Fleet. The only ones I didn't yeah. do. Yeah. You're, you're a bit more speedrunning than me as well. But yeah, I'd probably say you're, you're probably over the 30 hour mark, I would imagine. Maybe. But yeah, not, not far off me. But um yeah I, and obviously i started into the new game plus because that's what happens when you go into the unity and i went there and they were like who are you and what i recognize you but i don't um what, what was it oh that's me okay so it's about 50 I'll see you, buddy. about 54 yeah, two days two days nine hours so yeah about yeah about 55 yeah um yeah so but yeah, I, I don't think it's it hasn't captured my interest enough for me to go and do a new game plus play through quite yet um and obviously mm. do the other factions maybe at some point i'll go back to it bethesda games do have that charm where you can go back to them quite easily sometimes uh so it eh, i don't know but for for now i think i'm kind of done with it um I think i'm gonna put it down yeah yeah i mean this has been i'm interested in this because um you know i mean i imagine some of our viewers will either still be well, maybe still be playing Starfield, maybe yet to play Starfield, or maybe even feeling the same way where they're kind of like, you know, they've started it or like hearing a lot of the online discourse. Um, <laughs> like what you've told us a lot about, like what you didn't like, Tim. What what did, what like, what clicked, like when you came back this time? What like, made, what kept you going, you know? Um, what did you like? 
I don't really know, to be honest. Nothing really actually clicked with me 100%. Um, it just kind of started to feel a little bit more Bethesda-y as I got a little bit more into it. I, I didn't mind talking to people as much and, you know, exhausting some of the dialogue options. Um, you know, I invested in a couple of skills like persuasion, which made things a little bit more interesting. Um, I got some decent loot you know guns became more interesting for me as well like i started using like other things uh got like some cool shotguns and assault rifles and stuff um again nothing mind-blowing like I th- just maybe it ignites somebody sometimes you know nothing like crazy um and yeah i just think it just it just kind of started to feel bethesda a little bit and i was like yeah i'm kind of vibing with this but no, I, I, I wouldn't say nothing inherently hooked me where I was like, this is great. I'm staying on here for the combat. N- not really. Um, but mm. yeah, I just think everything just started to gel a little bit better as an overall package. And I was like, I, I can see this through th- to, to the end as like a, you know, like I said, like a decent seven and a half out of 10 experience, you know. Um, so, yeah. Sure. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um. Congratulations on finishing your first uh, first party game ever, um, ever yeah. <laughs> since um, since Fable Two or something like that. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Gears Gears Five actually. I think Gears Five was probably the last one. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that bad, viewers. It's not that bad. It's just a running joke. It is. It's not. It, it's not. It's not a running joke. <laughs> what else have you been playing? Um, well, I we started Diablo uh four again uh this week with the new season season of the construct um Mm. which has been well to my knowledge now when i went back after playing it with deck for a few hours and i was like this is i have fun with this and i i I looked up on youtube and i was like everyone else really isn't I was really? like, everyone else hates this. Um everyone hates everything all the time. Yeah. Just how it be. But I think a lot of those have been addressed in a patch that's actually just gone out um yesterday or something. Cause I think a lot of people are basically just saying the pet, which is like the main kind of mechanic, this little pet that you get, um, like robot thing, is just really shit. It doesn't really do anything or impact the game, and it's like impossible to level up. Like it's the grindiest grind fest you'll ever fucking see. So you don't ever see that power spike before you're just you're finished with the content. You're, you're just done with the game at that point. So they've addressed that and they've sped everything up like 200%. And pe- people are saying it's a lot better now and they're having a lot more fun with it. But that was basically it. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't think people were generally too happy with the season. But It's it's quite funny that you mentioned it because like as we started the show, I booted up to go onto the, the studio and just have a look at um, the stream and everything. And I went onto my subscription box and the first video that popped up in my subscription box was Blizzard responds to Diablo 4 season three disaster. <laughs> yeah, it seriously was like it, it was bad. Like some of their like best, some of their like highest um, players and their best streamers and all that were literally just like, yeah. oh, I'm just not, I'm just not going to play it this season. I'm just going to, go play power world like it's it's literally just that bad you know um so uh i don't know if they're gonna bring him back with this patch they have addressed a lot of the issues uh, a lot of the core issues so and they've done that very quick you know to blizzard's credit um they have done that very quick so but you know as a normal kind of average gamer who doesn't spend 16 hours a day playing these games and then r- r- say that they don't have enough content even it's like they- yeah 
<laughs> Even though the um the content is free, these season updates and people seem to expect a new Diablo every three months. It's, it's a bit. It's yeah. A bit nuts. Sorry. What, what are they getting wrong? Like, like, what is it? Uh, well, I don't. I just think wrong. people's. I, I genuinely just think it's people's expectations a little bit. Like a, a lot of the negativity stems from a lot of these very high influential people um, that mm. play the game as a career. And then people just jump on board. There's a lot of toxicity around Blizzard games, like um, like World of Warcraft and Diablo and all these grind fest games. They tend to come with really toxic communities. Um, and yeah, I just feel like when these people, they play it so fucking much and then they just say there's nothing to do in the game. And it's just like, well, yeah, like they, it's a seasonal update. It's supposed to kind of refresh the game, give it a little bit of a rejuvenation. But it's not Diablo five every three months and then Diablo six, yeah. like chill out. You're not going to get the same experience. You're, you're getting little bits to keep you going. Um, it's not their fault. If you play it 16 hours a day and you get through that in two days, like I, I, I really don't think that's blizzard's fault or blizzard's problem. They can't possibly keep up with that sort of content. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one, the issue was generally just like the scaling from what I hear. It, it's, it was just that like, because every season is supposed to have a new gimmick and a new power mm. spike that changes the way your character plays and interacts with the season. And this one just didn't have it because that power spike you never actually reached before you finished the content. You finished all the content yeah. before you ever reached that power, um, power spike that's supposed to be unique with the season. Now they've addressed mm-hmm. that. So... Um, but yeah, I think that was the issue with this one. But I think generally the last couple, the vampire one, people actually thought it was pretty decent. And the malignant hearts one, people thought it was okay. Like this one's the only one that's been a proper proper shit show, like right off the bat. But yeah. it has now hopefully yeah. gotten better. But yeah, I'm having fun with that. I started a sorcerer. Sorcerer's fun. I never play sorcerers ever. In these kind of games, so it's I'm very, very... To jump back on. It's just obviously a bad time to tech, and because I was getting to a stage where I did actually kind of want to jump back in. Mm. Um, well, we almost invited you, and then we saw you on tech, and we were like, "It's, it's just we're just yeah, not going to bother." We don't exist as humans when Caden's on a second. He doesn't remember he has friends outside of Tekken when he's on it. Um, hey, look, you guys. Hey, don't don't get me started on that. Yeah, we are eating into your Tekken time right now, to be fair. You are. You are. Oh, God. How are you going to keep up the 50%, you know, conversion rate yeah, exactly. of time to Tekken? Tekken time. You know. yeah, it's the only thing I've done other than eat and sleep so far, so consider yourself lucky. Hold on, man. Although we did it's see you on Power... Yeah. Did you go on Power World with them a little bit? I did when night? it launched, but that was before Tekken. Oh, okay, uh, but you didn't go on the other night because we saw that Mike and Jake were on it, but we weren't sure if you joined them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think because for them I played both the betas so for me it, the game was familiar whereas to them it's completely not familiar in any way so I yeah. love playing against them I didn't think they well they should probably play like... with each other yeah um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of found that with you. a bit more enjoyable like sometimes I hopped me. on a game with you and like you were trying to teach me, but you you have like this patience level, which is really funny. Like we, we jump in and I'm like, oh, let me just try this string. And you let me try it a few times or whatever. But then I don't know, something just snaps in you and then you just fucking, you just absolutely wall me for like an, and and, and then you win the round or, or, or yeah. like you win the match. You're just like, I don't know. You just hits this like patient threshold. <laughs> You're like, I've had enough. That's it. I need to 30 combo you. <laughs> like right now I need to hit this string. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's absolutely annihilate me. Just you know, I'm like, I can't do nothing place. for too long. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, just, I have to do something. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of been me this this week. So yeah, just um, yeah, finishing off Starfield and trying out new Diablo. And yeah, I'm having fun with Diablo, which I think is a good. Uh, I think it's a nice game for me to have because I don't think there's too much. I mean, I've got Final Fantasy at the end of the month, um, but then I don't. I guess Dragon's Dogma is probably my next game I might buy on the on on my Xbox. Um, Dragon's Dogma two, and that's not till like, end, like mid end of March. I think it's like twenty something of March. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good time to sort of get back into Diablo for me and have like a game like that on the go. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, having fun with it. But. Uh, like really random uh, segue for a second. Caden, you know how you were saying, you know, you can't do anything. You're like, what? no, that's not what you said. Oh God. You need to be doing something. I'm the same, right? Um, to a degree, I really am. Um, do you guys, this is a question for the group. Do you guys do stuff while you brush your teeth? I walk around the room. I can't just stand there. So, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I, I on a I do that on a phone call. On a phone call, I pay. I can't sit down on a phone call. Yeah, I'm the same. like two minutes. You, I can do two minutes. <laughs> I can't. I like walk around. I look out the window. I'm like, what's going on? Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just I I can't. Yeah, I can't stand there for two minutes brushing my teeth. No. Fascinating. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm like I'm always. It's one of the one activities I do in the day where I have to multitask it. Like I have to. Like I'll make a coffee like while it's in my mouth. And I'll like hold it, the toothbrush in my mouth, and just crunch on the bristles while I need two hands, and then go back to brush, spray back to brushing. That's weird. <laughs> well, do, no, do you like, it is a bit, yeah. I do, yeah. Yeah, but so you, if you had an electric, I don't think you could really do that. That'd be a bit. I, I have done before. I do have an electric, and I have done that before. I just let it like dangle out my <laughs> mouth while it's just brushing. But I prefer manual toothbrushes. I don't know. I probably shouldn't because I'm not as good. But well, no, uh, there's no science behind that. It depends on how deep in you get mate with the manual toothbrush if you spend longer rivers? and brush harder and give it a, make sure you get in all the areas i don't think it matters i think it makes a difference i use a manual sometimes sometimes i use an electric depends if it be. Or all B, is it? yeah <laughs> speaking of which um <laughs> but yeah no um yeah that was a random segue but um what um oh, what have you been playing this week deck I've I've had one of those hodgepodge weeks. I've had real one of those hodgepodge weeks, right? Yeah. Um, still playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm pretty sure I'm on the last mission. I've had a good time. It's a real easy game to play. It's probably in the eight to eight point five region for me. Uh, I like how the story's coming together. I found the combat's gotten a bit like it's got a bit got a bit samey. Like it's a nice like rock paper scissors system for those who don't know you like change stances based on who you're fighting so you've got like a sword stance a, a stance for shield a stance for spears a dance for big brute boys uh, so it, it feels a bit rock paper scissors to me which I'm like just personally like that mechanic I'm like kind of over with um, I, I like things to be a bit more detailed than that but it's okay it works it keeps things fresh like it's good it's solid it's really solid um, but like at times I find myself just like mashing the same button over and over again. Um, which and then changing stance and mashing and it, it feels like it kind of loses its luster even though it looks good so that's been great um coming towards the end of that i played a bit of really randomly played a bit of grounded again this week um i just played it with my wife and my um sister-in-law if you're listening arj hi um and 
that was that was great. I love Grounded, as as you all know, and I, I mm -hmm. love to have you as well know as well. Okay. Have you guys played Escape Room Academy? Nope. Nope. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? That was a Game Pass, wasn't it? Like an Escape Room esque kind of thing. It's it's still in Game Pass, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, it's it's an Escape Room game, and it's fucking lit. I don't think I've ever said that word. I before. heard something very different because when I was in a party <laughs> with Jake and Jamie and Mike, and oh, yeah. yeah, they were playing with Jamie, and I was like, "This sounds awful." <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, mm, I actually would be quite interesting. Yeah, you can play. I don't know if you can. I, you must be able to play online then. But I'm playing it split screen um, with with my wife, um, and it's, it's really good. It's just it's just a really well executed escape room game, and it's got this kind of overarching story. You go to it. It's like Harry Potter. Like you go, you get recruited to an escape room school, and you go like you go into class, and they're like, "I'm gonna fucking lock you up." In one, in, my, in the one I just did, you had to drink a milkshake, and they like you had to figure out how to like unlock the milkshake, and then you drink, and you're like, you drink it, and you're like, "Yeah, hey, it's over," and then it baits you out, and somebody else comes in, and he's like, "I fucking poisoned it. I poisoned it. You better find the antidote. It's in here somewhere. Figure it out." And you're like dying in school. And you have to escape, you know, your your own mortality. It's quite profound, really, if you think that's about it. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, sounds interesting. Anyway, that's a that's a baller game. Like, would recommend highly, highly recommend. Like, top tier couch co op game. Mm -hmm. Really top tier. Like up there with it takes two and the rest of them. Um. So there's that, and then the last thing I like just really randomly. I mean, obviously, I'm playing Diablo with Tim. I don't have much more to add other than what Tim's already said. Um, started as a necro. <laughs> hey, nice. That one move that they have is fucking busted with the tent with the tentacles and um, the the ten sucks them in. So good tendrils. That's the one. It's, it's triple S tier. That move still unbelievable. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Um, and then a recent addition to Game Pass. Have you guys seen? You you won't have heard of this. Go Mecha Ball. I've seen it, no. and I noticed you were playing it yesterday. <laughs> Is it any good? <laughs> because I'm on the guys over on like um on like the some of the Xbox forums over on like Resetter and stuff. Um, like said, um, but like I've seen it called out a few times. So I was like, you know, I'll just fucking download it and give it a go. Um. And I was like really surprised. I was like, this is fucking fun. The best way I can describe it is it's like it's like Sonic with guns, but it's a roguelite. It's, guns it's so it. weird. I'm looking at it's photos so, now. It's so bizarre. It doesn't photo well. It's really smooth though. You like ping around as a ball and then you unravel and you're like a you've got guns and it's a roguelike and you keep progressing through these. It's it's basically a top-down shooter, mm. but you can go, you can Metroid up into like a ball and do moves while you're a ball and ping around like a pinball on the environment. Um, and then, yeah, you get upgrades and it's, it's a roguelite. Um, I, I literally played it for maybe 45 minutes, but I was su quite surprised. I was like, oh, what is this bollocks? Like, what are people talking about? Good game. Mm. Game pass fodder, am I right? And then I booted it up and I was like, oh, this is actually, this is actually quite fun. <laughs> this is stupid, but this is quite fun. <laughs> um, so but anyway, whatever. I would, I'd recommend that if you like. I mean, sort of funnily um, enough... I wanted to. I haven't played this, but I saw someone play it, and I had no idea it was in Games Pass, and it looks fucking fire. And it's another roguelite. Um, it's called RoboQuest. You guys played RoboQuest? Yes, that shooter. Yeah, yeah. Robot shooting. Yeah. It's like a robot it. shooter roguelite, and I, it, I, it could apparently be played two player oh. as well. It mm -hmm. 
looks oh, insane. Wow. I watched someone play it for like half an hour and I was like, this is a new addiction. Like, this will be my new addiction. Uh, so I put that on download. Oh, it looks like and... um, that other one that we played. The, uh, what, the one, one with the animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's similar. Yeah, but it looks really good, man. Like, it genuinely looks insane. Um, and it's, it's so good. highly rated. I mean, it's 10 out of 10 on Steam. Um, it's been out for right. a while as well. Um, yeah, 96% liked. Um, and yeah, it's it's still early, early access. I it? don't think so. Well, it just came out. I know there's an update for it recently. No, it hasn't I just come out. Just I, out. I, I think it's been buried at Games Pass for a little while. Uh, it yeah, was but just it was only early bought. access in Games Pass. I think oh, it's just come out of early access, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you could be right. Yeah. Let me have a look. Um, but. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, obviously, I haven't played it, so I can't really give my um, full take on it. But yeah, I, I would get that shit on download. Uh, obviously, Caden has played it, but uh, there's like different classes as well and stuff like that. that you can go in and play and like, level up. And yeah, it, it looks baller. Um, so give that a go if you're looking awesome. for something on Games Pass. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, that was a lengthy what we've been playing section. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so let's let's get into some of the news for this week then. Um, I, I suppose I really wanted to check in with Caden because obviously we didn't have, you know, we weren't blessed with your presence last week, Caden. Um, and we we did the last thing last time we saw you, we did the the developer direct reactions, and we were like, you know, the consensus that we felt was like, cool, Hellblade two looked great. Yes, Avowed looked like surprisingly good, and we were kind of all a bit lukewarm on Indiana Jones. And then I'm sure as as you you know as we did, you logged off and you saw Avowed was like kind of mixed, and everybody was you know popping over Indiana Jones. So I just I I sort of quickly wanted to gauge your. Uh, like how how you felt about that? Like, um, if any of your opinions have changed, or if you think the internet's been silly, or if, if we're being silly. <laughs> yeah, it, it was strange to see the reaction for Indiana Jones because I guess maybe I don't know. I, I, are we the wrong audience for it? I guess that's what we I didn't realize it was that big of a deal, and like because the gameplay was mid, and I think because the IP is it an IP? What's the what's the franchise or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it's IP. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion, a very mid franchise so i guess with the wrong people <laughs> i don't know um but i'm glad i'm glad it's got a a, a good uh you know people like the look a good reception yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Mm. and yeah about maybe they just showed off the wrong kind of stuff i don't know like i enjoyed it i enjoyed the show people were saying the combat didn't look too great but like yeah, I, like it's to... more unique stuff, I suppose. Definitely, and you know, I think when people are going to an Obsidian showing for the RPG stuff, but but like that was part of the reason that I think we were really excited when we saw what we saw because we we're like, oh wow, this looks like it has like really like thoughtful uh like combat there there were a couple of things that needed tweaking here and there we commented mm. all on that during the showing but like when, when i came away and people were like god the combat looks terrible it's so lifeless like nobody's responding to everything and no, like nobody's responding to hits and i'm like what did we watch the same thing like there's clearly people getting whacked around like there's some things where they would be nice to have a bit more weight but like it, it really I'm still a bit confused about it. Like, I, I really feel like I watched something different to what um, other people watch. But also, it's just, it's internet things. Like, you know, people zoom in on pixels on videos and stuff. So, you know, you know, it is what it is. But, like, it was just quite funny that 
our reception ended up being kind of inverted to what everyone else's was yeah. <laughs> when it uh, finished yeah mm. lovely all right then uh let's crack on so i wanted to um you know the the power world shit is still going um and I, it was just worth mentioning really quickly um as you guys know, Power World is currently only available on Xbox and PC. Um, so for once, uh, Xbox has landed the right, you know, um, the, the right game uh, to get in. You know, they missed out on Genshin, missed out on um, Fall Guys. Uh, I'm sure there's some others as well. But I finally got one with Power World here. Um, and funnily enough, um, very quickly, they started doing Series S Power World bundles in Korea. And I was like, oh, that's a quick movement, isn't it? Like, I wonder why, why just Korea as well? Like, uh, maybe it's a particularly emergent market or, you know, particularly important for this sort of game. But mm. yeah, any thoughts about that, guys? <laughs> about bundling it with like Power a... World? That's weird. Like, what, with Game Pass or with Power World? That's a good point, actually. Yeah, probably just with Game Pass, but Power World's plastered on the front. Right, yeah. I was wondering how they did that. But that's yeah. interesting. I mean, it, I guess it proves how massive it is which obviously it is now but mm. yeah, capitalizing a, a weird w <laughs> yeah it is it is <laughs> it's very weird w mm. yeah i imagine yeah maybe they're just capitalizing on the hype right before it dies down maybe maybe xbox are very much in the same camp we were when we were talking about the game where we were like yeah it's great but like how long will it last like, will it just be a fad? Will they be able to keep up with the updates, keep people interested? Um, will they get sued into the ground? Um, who knows? <laughs> so maybe Xbox is just like, yeah, maybe this is just a ticking time bomb. It's pretty easy to slap some fucking art on the front of a Series S. Uh, this shit's everywhere. This yellow Electa Buzz looking fuck. Let's get him on the front and uh, <laughs> sell some Xboxes while we can. Um yeah it doesn't really surprise me uh this sort of thing can be churned out pretty quick um to capitalize on the hype and uh yeah i just think maybe i guess maybe that sort of audience over in in korea and those sort of areas are just um they're just very receptive to this sort of thing maybe pokemon's really big over there as well and they see a lot of play accounts on the servers from that sort of region and they're like yeah let's go here first who knows but um yeah it doesn't surprise me but uh yeah good on them why not right yeah why not um and it does make you wonder because you know like xbox has, has moved away from this timed exclusivity stuff in recent times um they've kept up with some of the smaller games you know like cocoon was a good example um those feel like slightly different like the, it's not a money hat in the sense that they're just throwing money at the dev to keep it off other consoles they're funding part of the development for a small team and that team can only afford to get it on one platform for launch um mm. so that kind of feels like what's happened here but yeah for once you know they, they've kind of um bed on the right horse so you know we'll see um it's quite an interesting thing to see it's still kind of growing um really bizarre me and tim had a really long conversation about this last week Aiden. I, I, mm. did you have anything you you had to say about the explosion of power world um <laughs> like any thoughts on that at all i mean i don't know it's it's just i guess you kind of forget how big the survival genre is i suppose don't you like because yeah. we don't really play survival games typically we, we've yeah. dabbled in a few but we've never committed for longer than maybe a week or two um yeah yeah but then i it, i guess this just proves that that player base is huge the pokemon player base is huge they found a really weird mix of the two with like it being fully aware that it's a game with like being able to capture humans and stuff like that it's really dumb stuff but mm. 
yeah, I, I guess I'm not surprised it's big, but this big is like that is a surprise for me. I mean, it's actually it's actually grown, isn't it? Because I think when we last talked about it, deck last week, we were talking about it at like 1.2, like concurrent or whatever. Apparently, it got over two million concurrent players at some point last week. Yep, it did. It did. Yep. Fucking what? Second highest in Steam recorded history, uh, just behind PUBG. Like, what the fuck? That uh, two? Why? Hundred? Two, over two million active? What? <laughs> It's fucking nutty, dude. It's absolutely nutty. <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah, because it, it is jank. It's not like you. you look I, at I it. And you're like, it. it's a yeah. It's a fun, light-hearted kind of stupid game. But I wouldn't look at that game and go, "That's a good game." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but it kind of is. It's such a weird anomaly. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, obviously, credit to it. Yeah, it's made with a small team or whatever, and um yeah i think they used a lot of uh ai to like make the game and stuff like that which is fine it's not necessarily a bad thing but there's so many people blowing this out of proportion and just being like this is going to be the future of gaming now because it's so successful people are just going to make ai clones slightly different and ram it down your face and it's just like well Mm. (laughs) let's not (laughs) let's not cross that bridge quite yet just because we've had one success but yeah it's quite it's an interesting argument but yeah, what what is it? Is the argument that because you know, people think that it's it's there, there has been AI used in Power World? Is, is that what you mean? Is it? Is yeah, it that one? people just make the your yeah. your quick copy like half copy cash cows using oh, AI see. and stuff like right. that, and copy formulas from other games and just pump out loads. And when one doesn't work, it doesn't matter because not much was invested in it. They'll just try another one with another skin on it, and then uh, you know that's what people are thinking. Like, oh, is gaming going to start going down this route? Um, I think that's quite an interesting topic is how like we can implement AI into games because it's only really a recent development I think the finals kicked it off really with the commentators because they're, they're all AI mm. generated as well mm. um, and then there's a whole kind of like oh well you've you've missed out on voice actors having jobs and stuff so and I guess AI making what I don't do we know what they used AI for was it for generating the pals or some of them no, yeah. no, there's no confirmed use of AI yeah, in the I game didn't yet. Think so. Oh, no, okay, yeah, I didn't it's not think official. It was or not. But you can kind they, of just... they keep denying it. Assets, sound yeah. effects, map. You know, you, you could you could see potentially. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case or not. But yeah, yeah. and but then that, I guess uh, it's and, taking away a lot of creative talent and I guess jobs for creating that kind of asset mm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing because, like, you know, as far as as far as i understand it like ai like ai has always been around well obviously not always <laughs> the dawn of time um um but uh it, like like even back with skyrim like ai was used to like help you know progress um cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, procedurally generate uh, like maps and stuff. Like, so, so it just depends what you're talking about on that continuum of like, you know, uh, assistive AI or like uh, AI that generate stuff all by itself um and i think that's maybe what we're, we're more talking about here you know that where it's it's so proficient that it could actually you know replace a job um and you know there's there's like the two, there's two schools of argument isn't it it's like well we just have to kind of get with the times and accept that that's how it's going to be and you need to get used to using that as a tool you know like when um maybe like the camera was invented and what happened to uh, like um after uh, like painters that's an analogy i've heard i don't know if it's any good but you know the way in, in uh, analogous to the way the technology evolves and how that can make people adjust uh you know there's still a demand for painters even though we have um cameras and then the other school of thought is of course you know like maybe we should actually crack down and regulate this because <laughs> god wouldn't approve <laughs> like <laughs> you know so, i think maybe I it'll know. have to be like you know if, if something's copyrighted you have to say all right this is from <laughs> this place or from that place like fortnite this is kratos from god of war for example i think if they're a bit more like right this is this guy made using ai or whatever i think if they're a bit more honest with it i don't think there'd be as much of an uproar or not, not saying power have but like other places if they're honest from the get-go and then like this is ai made or generated i think that's maybe not so yeah. much of a big deal like you said getting with the times a bit more yeah, or even AI assisted, right? To just for it to do just yeah. some of the legwork, and then you pick up, you know, because that's what I heard. I I don't know if that's the case or not, or like you said, confirmed. But I heard that they used it a little bit with the creation of the pals to to get just a little bit of like a starting point, and then they added creative input in. But it just afterwards. But obviously, yeah, maybe maybe AI just assisted with the initial creation, the initial idea, and then it was put on top. I don't know. We'll see what comes out, right? But yeah. from, from what I understand, the speculation is that they, they essentially outsourced people to make the sprites, to make the PALs. Mm. Um, and, like, obviously the people who made it said, no, 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 we hadn't, you know, we, we made these, but, like, it's not really known what they what they were up to. They like, could have done, right, but, but officially, you know, as far as from what we know, there wasn't any AI used, but uh, the conversation is obviously ongoing because there are some striking similarities. Um, but, you know, I said it last week before this whole controversy started. I said, like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some AI used in the game. Mm. Um, but as far as we know at the moment, no, that no, no, there isn't. But yeah, definitely an interesting one. Um, sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know like governments i'm sure governments around the world are kind of watching this to see how it goes uh, to see if like there needs to be some sort of intervention or step in or regulation here um because i also don't know like how this law works in other sectors like you know like our company stopped using like is there regulation around automation you know like you think about supermarkets and self-checkouts and stuff like is there regulation around replacing your workforce for that like can you can only go up to a certain point like i actually i don't know um mm. because if every company could they would automate 90 percent of the shit they do um and then not everybody would be out of jobs um which would suck to begin with unless we could do it all at once and then we'd have you know universal basic income and none of us would have to work so you know we either accept the robot dominance all at once or we don't do it at all there's no in between. I'm up <laughs> for accepting the robot dominance as, as yeah, an I would be as well. I'm up. I'm up for that. <laughs> I don't want to talk to no humans. <laughs> I'm good. Mm. So there we are. 
Um, I just want to quickly call in, call out in the chat. Hi, Timmer. Um, I hope you're doing okay. Timmer's stuck at home for two weeks due to surgery, so I hope you're doing all right, mate. Um, and hi, Aptin Capitan. I hope I've said your name right. I probably haven't. I'm really sorry, but I hope you're both doing well. Um, so, okay, we're on to big boy news now. How long have we got? Right, we've got about just over half an hour um, to cover yeah. some of these topics. So that feels right to me. So let's just start. Let's get it out of the way. Um, a lot of layoffs happened this week, didn't they? Oh. Um, it was Xbox's turn. Um, it's been happening for the last, you know, over a year, really, despite, you know, such a huge amount of great games. Um, there have been layoffs and layoffs and layoffs, and it's been happening all around the industry. Um, the number that we've gotten from Microsoft or, you know, Xbox uh, um, was 1,900, which is 8% of its entire workforce. And this is including ABK. That's so high. That's, That's an awfully suck. big number. Imagine just, just sacking off 8% of your total workforce That's a, under Xbox. That's a Bethesda. That's a Bethesda size. The whole of Zenimax is 2,200, roughly. So it's it's just under the whole of a Bethesda publisher. Like the whole of Zenimax, you know, id, Zenimax Online, Bethesda Game Studios, uh, Machine Games, all of them is about, about 2,200. So that's how many people they've just, they've just sacked um, mm. or laid off. Um that's a big number and you know it's 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 been a big talking point for a number of reasons you know firstly there's a lot of actually within the community within the xbox community um there's a lot of anger about this you know and i think it, it's probably quite fair you know after all these fucking victory laps that the xbox team took you know phil spencer included very naughty boy you know after the abk acquisition making it feel like it was going to be you know, for the best, get Bobby out, get everyone's job secured. Look mm. at the great bright future we've got with Blizzard and Activision. And then, you know, a couple of months later, buy mm. 2000 a year. And, and, it, and the annoying thing is it wasn't even just ABK. Like the bulk of it seems to have been ABK layoffs, but some of it did affect like Zenimax as well. And it's like, I know this has been happening industry-wide. So maybe to be expected a little bit in, in you know, the kindest way possible like it's fucking bollocks of course it is you know giant tech companies and let's bear in mind this was also i don't know if you guys saw this was in the same week that microsoft like just became the most profitable company ever i might, I might be getting the, the semantics slightly wrong but they just they were the second company ever to hit uh, a trillion a trillion yeah. i know what was it yeah a trillion market cap uh, and they just overtook apple to become the most the, the richest company uh, in the world so and it's like though. like come fuck on guys like i it's so irritating this whole calf this whole fucking thing you can't just be happy it's the biggest company the line has to constantly be going up like it's yeah. so fucked isn't it isn't that so fucked like you can you've won the get you've won you won like you're the biggest <laughs> you're the richest company you came yeah. first you got the chicken royale you won like and but you still have to be going up uh and it's just it's it really is fucking annoying and obviously you know we do this podcast because we're, we're a fan of the xbox brand we like games in general sucks for the whole industry but it's particularly disappointing considering xbox is backed by fucking microsoft and you're going to go through all these acquisitions and this number it feels a bit bigger than maybe it should have been and there's a couple of reasons for that which we can talk about but like eight percent feels kind of big and it's not a good look after making you know doing such huge acquisitions like you know so i hope everyone lands on their feet but but guys i'll just put it to you um like any thoughts anything you've seen you know um what do you think about this like is this concerning you or not Are bothered those or numbers from xbox or is it microsoft in general no xbox, xbox. 
Xbox, wow. That's, 10 cents is quite a small part of Microsoft, I imagine. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. we've been having these layoffs for the last year now. What What's the driving factor behind these? I know some of them are like trying to get the profit line around certain places. Is that all it is? Or is there a bit more to it than that? Or I'm Yeah, so the, the consensus... Yeah, the consensus is it's kind of two things. Like, it's, it's an industry-wide thing where, firstly, like, AAA games are ballooning in, um, like, the expectations of what goes into them. So they're so pricey, you know, these all these massive teams. It's like, you know, we talk about dev cycles being, like, six years long now compared to, like, maybe 10 years ago. It was only three years. Like, fucking, you're paying people for so long. So that, the tech, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so there's that, where that's starting to become unsustainable. So, like, it's like how PlayStation are operating, even though they're doing really, really well their profit margins are really thin. Like, you know, one miss and they're in real trouble. Um, and and their games have been doing extraordinarily well. So like that should tell you all you need to know. The second thing is the COVID bubble. Like all the, you know, Silicon Valley and the tech industry hired up by the thousands during COVID because gaming went up, you know, gaming use went up because everybody stayed at home and played games instead of working. Um, mm. And And now that's kind of stopped. So they're like, okay, bye you know i'm sorry we overhired um we wanted a bit more money uh you know while society was down on its knees and we don't need you anymore so ciao so th those are the two things from from where i from what i understand like th that's happening industry-wide i don't know if that affects how you see how you see it no i mean well i see what as in yeah obviously it's a bad thing like it's a very strange thing unnecessary yeah, it feels yeah. like sometimes as well like you just said for the largest profit or whatever largest company so a bit strange yeah and it's even happening in smaller studios as well isn't it so it is yeah like yeah. they gutted like 35 percent of toys for bob which is like the studio who did like the spyro mm -hmm. getting you the new spyro games the new crash games for part of part of abk and it's like they're only like 80 there's only like 80 of them and they got rid of like half of them and it's like what, what did they do <laughs> <laughs> not enough apparently yeah, yeah. not enough yeah. Right. need a brand new spyro unreal engine 6 that's what we needed didn't get it um yeah no it's yeah. um yeah it's, it, it, it's obviously fucking awful um and yeah i agree with you it seems very unnecessary um especially when you consider the backing right it's you i mean you you put it best where it's just like the number the line just has to keep going up right and i don't know why it's just like, it's fine just to take a hit every now and again like it's in like a hit like that they probably wouldn't even fucking notice anyway someone at microsoft would look at the fucking finances and just be like hmm like we know yeah like we we noticed that come out this month it's like no realistically you didn't like for fuck's sake but um yeah. yeah it's just it's just really shit because a lot of these people are probably very talented good hard-working employees and na naturally when you absorb a company and oh sorry um yeah you buy someone like abk there are going to be cuts there are going to be changes that's very that's very natural um especially in like leadership roles and stuff like that like i mean bobby Cotty just really had to go didn't he for example but yeah I don't know it just it's it's too it seems too high like I was expecting layoffs and I was expecting changes and cuts to be made but I was never expecting it to be this fucking high like that's just it just seems unnecessary um 
And yeah, it's just a real shame because I mean, off the back of this, just outside of people's jobs, they're cancelling like really like shit I was quite hyped for as well. Like the um yeah, the Blizzard survival game. Um, that was in the works for yep. God knows how long, wasn't it? Would you say, Dave? Six, like years. six years, yeah. Six a six-year project that people were internally so hyped about, and it was so well received, and people were like, "This is the best thing I've worked on in my entire career." And then they're just like, "Nah, we're counting you, we're counting you, and we're counting the project." It's just like, for fuck's sake, like what? What is going on here? And like, and I'm pretty sure, like Phil. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Phil has actually name not name dropped it, but has has talked or someone very high up has talked about this blizzard survival game and said that they were quite excited about what blizzard are making um, I, I don't think i don't think anybody at xbox has but yeah like um journalists had done who had uh, heard things entirely. Okay. yeah like J- jason um, schreier i think had done yep yeah but yeah it's just it's just a real shame just through and through this there's nothing i don't really think there's anything positive you can say about this um like sure they they spin it in a way of their streamlining and you know focusing more on you know future projects that they know they want to go ahead with and all that kind of stuff but like equally you could have just put these workers on those projects and had the projects work faster and come out quicker or whatever i i I don't know but i just don't think there's really a positive way you can you can put a spin on this it just sucks I mean, the, the the front-facing PR that we've got and the internal memo that I think I think Phil did both um, was essentially, you know, like the, the key themes as to why it was happening was around uh, integration with ABK, overlap, like you said, you know, as part of um, consolidation, you know, there is overlap in roles um, mm-hmm. and sort of a, having a coherent vision. Um, that's the same thing about bringing more, more games to more people. Um, and it's worth noting as well that a lot of the layoffs, I, I don't have a number, were uh not necessarily game devs but were like uh community managers um hr um, roles customer customer support um qa yeah so obviously part of the teams um and there were devs that were laid off for sure because there's uh, i've seen people um all week posting about it on twitter but like a lot a big chunk of it were where like kind of adjacent roles yeah like you said maybe a bit more admin so just worth noting as well um jumping back onto the survival game real quick yeah um because it's always a weird one that because we heard about it internally and then they announced that they were making it in like a blog post two years ago um you know essentially like a a uh you know come join us uh mm. a bit of a promotion uh, but and we got a report again from Bloomberg from Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg and um, this week, and he he said that uh, the game was built on like a mobile engine, a game that was made for mobile, um, and that ended up being like a really big mistake because it made it really hard to keep building the game. So even though in concept it was going quite well, it was becoming a bit of a tre- like a you know a bit hard, um, and development was starting to get quite difficult. Hence why it was taking so long after like a number of reworks. Um, so, you know, I do wonder, the thing is, and this is kind of part of the broader question here that we just don't have the details to, um, like, you know, were these cuts going to happen anyway? Um, you know, was Bobby Kotick going to pull the plug on this? And he was like, you know what? Give me my 15 mil and I'll fuck off now. You guys can deal with firing 8% of your workforce. Yeah. Um, we don't know. Um, and that's obviously not to say that it purges the Xbox team 
of responsibility for this they're the richest company in the world like you can afford the line to be flat for like a year like seriously um but you know uh, so, so that's probably why. And then the other interesting thing was like, if it was if it was Xbox that you know did the uh, acquisition and, and decided to pull the plug on this game, like I wonder if you know did Redfall scare them into it? <laughs> Potentially, a game that they probably should have cancelled when they when they acquired um, Bethesda and they didn't step in. And you know, Phil went out in interviews and said, yeah, we probably should have stepped in and at least helped or done something, but we just mm-hmm. kind of left them to it. And, you know, so, so I don't know, that's the other side of it. It's a bit of a tricky topic. Yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, potentially, especially, yeah, especially when you're talking about um, all like the back end of the engine it was built on and stuff like that. Maybe there was just that hesitation and there was that uncertainty about it. The Xbox were just like, yeah, maybe we don't need another redfall here we could roll the dice but maybe we just don't um i don't know yeah it is quite yeah it's yeah it's, it's, just, it's it, was, it was sounding like it, it was still another three or four years out anyway and it's like if i'm xbox like i'm definitely raising an eyebrow like you guys have been going for six years and you want another like what three or four like how many games do you know that have like 10 year dev cycles that come out well like i don't know it just it's a sign of trouble development um so from where I'm sitting, like I get it. It's obviously a shame because I was really excited for that in concept. And I do think Blizzard are known for long dev cycles. I do think they do take a long time and obviously mm. they, they tend to power like really good products in the end. Um, but yeah, it does concern me a bit. Like it does concern me a bit with the layoffs as well, that they're going to start relying on contractors as well. I don't know if you guys remember, but that was a big point of controversy with Halo Infinite. That yeah. like they relied a lot on contractors who came in and built the engine but they can't keep contractors for longer than 18 months um, like as, as an internal policy. So then they leave and then new people come in and they have to pick up where someone else left off. And so it ends up really slowing down development and like it stops the coherency of the team. So I, I hope they don't do that because they're, they're, they're fucking around with COD teams as well. It's mm-hmm. like, guys, do you know what you required this? Do you know what you acquired ABK for? Like, are you aware that, you know, there's an extra zero on the end here? You spent 69 billion. It wasn't mil. It was Billy. Like, do you know how much money yeah. you spent, like, to, to do this? To like go in and start fucking things up. Like, so I don't know. You know, it's you've got to assume it's it's well thought through. Of course, you know they know better than I do. But um, you can't help be sat on the outside with a bit of uncertainty. Mm. It's just a bad look. It is a bad look. It is a bad look. Um. The Blizzard president uh, left as well, who was the same guy who used to be at Xbox, Mikey Barra, um, which is quite mm-hmm. funny because <laughs> he left Xbox to go work at Blizzard and then Xbox acquired Blizzard and he was like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> left Fuck again. off, yeah. It was really hate him, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so it's just the kind of constant roller coaster of being an Xbox fan. You know, you might on uh, page ten of the notes there. I've got that really fucking funny, <laughs> like Xbox is back, Xbox is dead thing, <laughs> like constantly. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, Xbox is back, Redfall, Xbox is dead. Uh, FTC blocks ABK, Xbox. Oh no, it gets accepted. Xbox is back. CMA blocks it. Xbox is dead, and it keeps going. Blade gets announced. Xbox is back. 
uh, Microsoft may be bringing Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves to other platforms. Xbox is dead. <laughs> it just kind of keeps going. Yeah. Indiana Jones and Avowed are coming out this year. Xbox is back. Microsoft lays up 1,900 employees. Xbox is dead. I mean, <laughs> we've got like, Dove coming now, though. That's what it means. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. It's Dove true. coming. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know what, Kane? I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's like consistent yeah. at the very yeah. least. Yeah. 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 It's, like um, yeah, I mean, as funny as that meme is, you, you can't there is a trend of that though xbox always do um one thing right and then they do one thing bad and it's like it's yeah. never two steps forward and one step back it's literally just one step forward one step back yeah. and i just feel yeah, like they're always in the same place but i mean I, I i do i do still think that there's this is still you know as glooming as this news is i still think this is the most exciting year for xbox for a long time in terms of what they have in the pipeline and what they're building um but yeah it is it's just <laughs> it is quite funny man i i i do they just oh, just do a couple things right on the bounce guys come on you got this mm. break the chain i believe constantly slipping on banana peels like constantly yeah it's like they are getting there, like they're getting to the end of the race, but like there's just like all you have to do is step like one step to the left and like keep going. Yeah. Yep. Ain't gonna happen though. Funny stuff. Yeah. Um so that's the layoffs really. I don't really know if I, if I have much more to add about that. I there's a bit of an uh, an extension to the conversation, um, which is kind of what's next, right? Um, you know, the most optimistic take here I have is that um they're they're properly integrating ABK now, you know, they're kind of really getting uh their people in the right place so they can properly manage this shit and just get this good cadence of games out. And mm -hmm. hey. Uh, the dev direct everyone was really happy with you know uh, the jeff Keighley poll went up and most people voted a you know the highest score they could most people were really happy with the showing we've got a good slate of games for the year maybe a bit of a break in quarter one which isn't ideal um but everybody's excited about this year for the platform and you know it should be even better it should be like this for every year if not better you know as long as they can hit the quality bar mm. um, really so you know that's that's kind of the upside um and you know it's it's my hope really that this if like if you're gonna do this make it fucking worth it you know don't piss us around and, and like it, i i think the problem is it's off the back of all those rumors with putting their games on other platforms right mm. you know and it's, it's just this more uncertainty so you know i'm really hoping that now that they've kind of got this out of the way they can get out in front of this in the next few months and just put out a blog post or a video or something and just like tell us what's the plan now like do you plan on porting some games to other consoles now mm. um like because if you do like just give us the lowdown like give us the lowdown because this uncertainty is um it's silly and i imagine it's damaging sales you know um, yeah but we're like I had... revealing the full truth damage sales more as well which is maybe why they're doing it because if they do reveal the full their full hand or whatever then people won't invest into the xbox ecosystem right now if if they know that their plan is to eventually get shit onto all our, our, our other platforms. So sometimes it is better just to drip feed it. So you have your you have your growth. It's just, it's small growth, but it's still growth. You know, uh, rather mm. than having that steep uh, drop off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I, and I suppose because what seems like happening, what seems like is going to happen, is that there are absolutely going to be some games that are going to other consoles. Like that feels like that's a bless mm. you game. That feels like that's what's going to happen. Um, 
it's feel it seems like it's going to be select games but we don't know how select and like this is part of the problem like there are probably some edge cases where it makes sense like porting sea of thieves a six-year-old game to other consoles i understand the strategy i think it's like i think it does damage the value of the console a bit because you want to have a library like people still buy a ps5 now to play like ghost of tsushima and last of us part one last of us part two mm-hmm. like once you have a solid catalog people will buy it to play it you know it doesn't need to just be the newest thing it's like what i spoke about with what makes you pull the trigger on a console it's like all the little punches and then there's like the big like uppercut the big shiny new game 90 plus metrics everybody's talking about it like that's the thing and i think you're, you're taking away the little punches if you're porting the occasional hi-fi you're porting the occasional sea of thieves um so i understand the strategy and i think the the wrinkle is is it just you know one in every 10 games where it makes sense or are we talking about like 50% of the catalog here? Are we talking about everything other than Halo, Gears, Forza, and Starfield? <laughs> you know, what are we talking about here? So, so that I think that's kind of my thing coming off the back of this and like really making, I think, the community feel a lot of uncertainty around the direction. Like get out in front of it and just like, for our sake, let us know what's going on. Because um, mm. it's gonna, the day's going to have to come, you know, so I wonder Rip what it band-aid is. off, yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, okay, so we've got... Um, there was a Towerborn preview this week, guys. Sort of changing gears a little bit. What's that? Um, I don't know if you saw anything about about this we had a little towerborn preview um i don't know who did it actually i wish i um, should probably have that oh dear um but it looks it looks nice um have a quick look at the pictures tim if you could just take over for a second you can probably see it on page three there Mm-hmm. there's a couple of new screenshots that i put in the in the thing um yeah i just quickly need to check i think i can hear my baby and i just want to check on him real quick they just no, take yeah, over from me for a sec i'll be right back yeah um yeah so uh oh there's two of me i don't know why but whatever oh did deck turn off his camera is that why yeah um okay yeah did you know a towerborn preview came out ken no i yeah. the only time i heard of the preview is what was deck mentioned earlier yeah, it didn't come up in any of my feeds anywhere. No, I had no idea either. But um, yeah, obviously I'm sharing my screen and uh, showing off some of these images. Uh, mm. It's very interesting, actually. It almost looks kind of there's like a there's like one of those like hexagonal like overworlds by the looks of it. It kind of reminds me of um, for the king a little bit, mm. uh, which is quite interesting. I wonder if that's just like a travel sort of system or whether or not the game is. Yeah, I imagine that's just how you traverse the map and then you load into these like individual levels, but um just getting a kind of vibe for the game. Yeah. Looks interesting. I have to admit. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still I'm I'm excited for Tabborn anyway. I think it looks like a, a pretty solid game. It looks I don't know. To me it kinda is it just me or does the art style kind of look a little different? Or am I am I just straight? straight cap in <laughs> what do you mean it, from like when we last saw it yeah like i don't know maybe, maybe it's just the scenes that are being showed have a bit more like muted colors and a bit more brownie you know especially like on the ship and stuff like that um i don't know 
it almost looked a bit more 3D-esque when we last saw it. I know it was always that like 2.5D, but it looks very very 2D from that from those sort of screenshots, but no. Yeah, I don't know. What were you going to say, Caden? Uh, no, I was just saying to Tim, like, I, I haven't heard much of Talborn other than and what we've seen, and the preview, I, I didn't know, didn't know about it. Yeah, um, so it's just, just kind of dropped myself. in silence. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Just refresh myself on the, on the game now. It, yeah. It's kind of um, quiet one, isn't it? It very rarely shows up. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, I think the speculation is that it's it's going to be in the second half of this year at some point. Um, but I think one of the things that they particularly nailed down in this in the preview was that they it's going to have like an episodic narrative, like it's a service game, like straight up there, like, yep, it's a oh. service game. And, I, and they were like, and they were like, we know that's going to be a bit weird for people because this is like a side scroller, like Monster Hunter sort of beat them up but we've got classes we've got loot you know we've got like auxiliary loot you know like the little uh pet the little pet things they call them umbral umbral spirits mm. um you know maps will evolve in the level design enemy spawn seasonal content so there's going to be seasons by the sound of it um and i just thought that was quite interesting you know this kind of like casual like they're fully embracing the casual service model where it's like yep you know this isn't a game you need to play 60 hours a week but it is something we are going to keep evolving and you can dip your toes in and it should be kind of easy peasy to get to grips with and i'm like you know what that's a quite a nice I respect, idea i can respect I that yeah talking mm. about diablo earlier like i see 100 still the cat i see it probably still takes that over i don't know how long does it take to get to level 100 nowadays probably for yeah, to get know. a level 100 season character i guarantee you're both not going to do that whereas it should be a lot <laughs> smaller basis where it's like yeah hop on for like you know, small episodes. Mm. You go on, do your episode, and maybe do some extra like end game content, and you feel like you've done that season, and then you can kind of move on, and then a, a new season will come out, and you, or a new episode. I think it's quite a nice, more casual approach to that kind of idea. Yeah, that's no, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of like a similar approach to how like the Telltale games do it sometimes, right? um where oh, yeah. they like uh the what was it what was like the wolf one and all, all, all those like yeah, tales from the borderlands the wolf among us all that sort of stuff you know where you you play the first part and then you you know you wait i don't i don't really know what the turnover was for those sort of things like how often they release these um like like episodic things i don't know if it was like every like three months or something like that or a couple months or well life is um, strange was the same as well that was like an episodic thing yeah uh, yeah so yeah, they were quite a while if i remember yeah it's no it's it's long. it's it's quite interesting but then those games are less gameplay driven and a bit more story driven so i don't know how jarring that's going to be when it, this is a bit hack and slashy it's a bit gameplay right and then you're just going to hit to a point where it's just like no, you're done you, you have to wait for the next part <laughs> so oh okay well i was kind of just getting it i was kind of vibing with just slashing some stuff and now i just hit a wall where i have to wait you know set amount of time for the next part of the um game i imagine that will have some kind of incentive to replay it you know get better loot or whatever i imagine so then when you hit next season you've got better loot i'm imagining yeah hopefully yeah what's going on yet because yeah it's definitely an interesting concept and i don't i quite like the idea of that but we haven't seen that with like a gameplay driven video game it's always been story driven games that have done this sort of stuff and um yeah so i don't know interesting 
It reminds me a little bit of, uh, in terms of what, what I was saying about it being a bit more of a casual approach, uh, like Deep Rock. Deep Rock, to me, like kind of got that right, where it's like you can hop into that game and you just shoot bugs and you don't have to think about min-maxing your shit at every... Like, cause this happens even a little bit in Diablo, and it's only in Season th uh, 3 when we came back to him. There was a moment where I was like, I'm stuck, my overwhelmed, like, you know... Uh, senses are tingling <laughs> where mm. i'm like i'm starting to get scared where like there are things i don't understand and i've forgotten how to do and like why is this happening why is that why like can't you get on your horse currencies. what's going on yeah. yeah there's loads of currencies you know it's like every time we thought about going back to destiny because on paper like that's a game we should have been playing for our entire lives uh, but every time we tried to go back to it, it was just so hard to break that kind of like to get over that hump Mm. like like getting back into the swing of it understanding all the mechanics um whereas if like deep rock like i said like really the progression is a lot of it is cosmetic there's some like vertical uh progression there but it's like quite simple really yeah it's quite basic uh and i think if they can do that keep the game and the sort of the core gameplay fun uh here in downborn uh, i think they could do the same thing so yeah yeah i think it's cool all for it how would uh, the um... novel though like quite novel how was the preview received just as a as a game like did, did did they say it felt good did they say it like you know it was it was positive in those areas or was it more of like a information based preview yeah i don't know if they played it i think it was just a bit more of a okay like watch watch it get played and then take notes yeah uh, that's what okay. it seemed to be anyway um cool but it definitely seems to be this kind of castle crashes monster hunter hybrid like that's kind of the thing for four four weapon classes at launch i think it was gauntlets spear sword and shield and there's a big boy that i can't maybe like a lance sorry the hammer let's go yeah yeah cool. um yeah so uh so yeah that's that's towerborn yeah i still remain optimistic about that i think that could be uh, one of the one of the good co-op games of the year definitely um so yeah and no, i'm excited about that uh that'll be day one game pass mm -hmm. all right we've only got one little story left and we've got a bit of time uh oh we're coming into the last five minutes that's that's good good timing um but very quickly uh just quick shout out to the chat and anyone who's listening after the fact. Um, if you're still with us, uh, if you've liked listening to the show, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, um, that's it really. Uh, but as we get into the last news story, I just want everyone to just be quiet for just a second. Just, just, just a moment. Hang on. Cream freeze. <laughs> nice Cream man. Cream freeze. That's that's why you wanted me to say it. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. You can create custom uh Discord sound bites. That's oh, yeah. fucking amazing, dude. He just sent me a message the other day, Caden, last night, and it was just a he had a fucking packet of creme fraiche on the thing. And he's like, Can you just no. send me a recording of you saying this? Because obviously I say it really stupid because of the South Park um, like episode where he's right. like obsessed with like. What is fringe. a reference? Yeah, oh, I, say cream I say cream oh, free. I say cream free. Stupid. Oh no, you've ruined that whole life now. Oh, That's hilarious. You've ruined dude. everything. Now yeah. I'm stupid. Now I'm the stupid one. I say cream free like that on purpose. I know it's creme fraiche. God damn it. I say cream free on purpose. <laughs> 
I had no idea. <laughs> no, because I even I, my intention wasn't to use it for the show. Um, yeah, I was no, no, no. Oh, no. you did it to mock me. No, not true. You not true. A bitch. I talked about it with Beth, and I and I said it funny. I said it like you, and she was like, oh, "That's that's stupid. Why <laughs> did you say it like that?" And I was like, and I was like, I know people who say it like that, and she was like, "Who says it like that?" And I was like, "Tim says it like that." Look, and that's our fucking. Te-. She was like, she didn't believe me. She was like, "No, you're that's you're lying. You're lying to me right now." So I sent you that. Waited okay. until the room was quiet, and I played it out loud. And she believed me. Demanded, but that's really funny. Demanded, I'm yeah, always so. two steps ahead, man. Always two steps ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cream freeze, man. Well, there you go. It's a soundbite in the server now, so we can all use that whenever we, we could all play. use it. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking fantastic. How do I do it? So if so, every now and again, freeze, if I'm asking, yeah. <laughs> if I'm asking for sound bites of you in the chat, you know why. <laughs> Cream, 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 I love that. That's great. That's hilarious. Man, it's funny stuff. I was doing that. I've been doing that in the background for this whole episode, and I've just been waiting for the right moment to strike. So, well played, paid off. Well played. Thanks, man. All right, then. Final story as we get into the five minutes. Uh, if we're rushing, guys, it's because we are... Um, Tim's got places to be, so um, we just wanted to get wrapped up um, in the last five minutes here. Um, so, Caden, do you ever use, like, Remote Play or xCloud? Do you use any of that shit? I suppose you probably don't now, though, because you... Not really, no. I've got it all in the right place. Um, yeah. But I have used it before, like, certainly mm. being away. Um yeah, I know what you're going to go on to now. And yeah, I mean, a little bit. I see it, it's got a place, but I guess not for me. I'm not the right person, I suppose. Sure. Yeah, no, it was, it was interesting because me and Tim have gone back on this, back and forth on this over the years, sort of like, you know, what's the usefulness of like cloud and remote play to, to us as maybe like hardcore gamers? I wonder how that transfers to like the core audience or even the casual audience. Do they even know what remote play is? You know, do they have the Xbox yeah. app or do they use X Cloud if they've got, you know, Game Pass Ultimate? Um, but, the, but the news here, you know, just to sort of put it in context, is that um, touch controls are going to be available on, on all Xbox mobile apps. So I assume this means xcloud um and remote play and just to clarify any confusion there were some games on xcloud that, that natively supported t- uh touch controls so you could go on the app you could boot it up and the game will say yay we support touch controls you don't need to connect a controller via bluetooth you could just use your phone and that'd be great but not all of them did um and it was it tended to be a custom thing like the devs had placed the buttons in particular places to make it easy for that particular game uh, what they're saying here is that there's just going to be a, a default overlay onto all of these apps and you can just from your dashboard like go into whatever game you like and you can try and play um any game you like that way with with the built like the default um Hmm. touchpad which you can customize but you can just do that on on the touchscreen um which is great because that means i can remote play and get my xbox my bing rewards in you know (laughs) gotta get those gotta get those reward points yeah man the line's gonna be going up (laughs) yeah always gotta be going up (laughs) on the problem Oh, the problem. Um, so I remember a while back, Tim, you said you were 
What did you play on it? Did you try Starfield on it? Mine's yeah, yeah, no, I've I've actually been using re- a remote play in uh, XCloud actually more than I ever have recently. Um, with just obviously sometimes I just want to, I'm just sort of comfy upstairs on the sofa. Um, like Tilly's using the main TV, so I have a Series S up there as well, so I could, but then I'd obviously boot off the main TV. So um, yeah, I always have like my Surface Pro with me and um. It's just like like under the coffee table sort of thing. So yeah, I literally just booted that up and played some Starfield on it, and it, it actually ran really well. Like it was pretty pretty decent. Like slight input delay, but that's the sort of input delay I'm like a little bit used to when I play games up there anyway, because it's not like a really good gaming TV. So it's like a slight. I only play like really casual games up there. Um, it's good, man. I liked it. Do you? Did I did I miss something? Did did you did you say you always you do it on your surface, don't you? Most of the time. Yeah, I do it on my surface sometimes, but I have done it on my phone as well. So I did it a little bit when I went away to Edinburgh. I played some stuff um on XCloud on my phone. What did I play? I think I played some cassette beasts and I might have played some uh Slay the Spire as well. So again, you know, those sort of games. I don't use it for, for anything mental, but yeah. No, it's good. I think it's actually a pretty good feature. I've used it more than I, you know, I ever have. So, I, I like the option. There, are, there are definitely times, and and it's really weird because actually these features, like these features, come into my head when I think about, um, like if I like what sort of game I'm playing next, like and if that game is something like Marvel Midnight Suns or it's like you know an RTS game, I do think oh, like an advantage of me playing that now is that I could just get my phone out and just play this. Like, I don't, and also now I don't have to lug a controller around with me wherever uh, if there's not uh, you know um, remote control uh, touchscreen controls are already available on XCloud or whatever. You know, I can just pop this out and just play it if I want. Um, yeah. So I, I get it's one of these things. I'm glad these features are here and I'm glad they're still working on them. Um, We'll see if how how much support it continues to get in the years to come. But um, yeah, cool. Just just a nice little nice little thing to add to uh yeah to add to this feature. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. There's been a few times I boot up a game and I'm just like, oh, it doesn't actually have touch controls. Like that's yeah, mm. that's that's pretty annoying. Um, it's actually what kind of made me end up buying the uh, backbone. I think I ended up getting because some of yeah. the stuff I was looking to play if I were to do XCloud actually just didn't have touch controls at the time. So. Uh, wasted yeah. purchase for me. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, nice. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw money down the train. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be more comfortable than holding a square. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Otherwise known as a Nintendo design. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. That comes to the end of the show, everybody. Um, I hope you had a fucking marvelous time with us. Um, cream freeze <laughs> we will be back next week um hopefully with some more positive news um for the most part but uh best wishes you know give Caden your best wishes you know let's hope he doesn't suffer any blood clots in his tekken time um yeah appreciate that fingers crossed you man really you're doing you're doing a really risky risky thing you know mm. stay strong yeah. man I will do. Stay strong. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. <laughs> don't forget to like wiggle your legs every now and again. Yeah, just. I do yeah. forget that. We look at look away from the screen for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got my other one there, mm-hmm. so I'll just look at that one. I'm like, Oof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take a break of the other screen or your phone screen. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, everybody. Take care. Yeah. See you later. Good, good. Have See a good bit. one. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.